Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in K-Pop podcast on the Believe Sports Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network. I'm Emily Heidel, and I'm your host. Today, I have a friend that I've met, obviously, up till now, you should know, like, she's either met her through Reddit or she's met her, like, through waiting to see BTS or another group. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I met her waiting in line to see BTS at Ellen um, at, like, 4 a.m. in the morning, and she's very into fashion. Um, particularly J fashion, but she knows a lot about K fashion and she studied, um, you know, fashion and and art and that kind of thing. And she actually makes costume pieces. So she has a very interesting perspective. I thought it would make sense for her to come on because fashion and K-pop are pretty much not interchangeable, but um, K-pop needs fashion. That's part of the reason why it's so packageable and just um, attractive and why people become fans. So uh, it's appearances, you know, It's not shallow, but that's just the way it is. But before we get into the interview, um, just want to spotlight two things um, that I'm actually doing. Um, So it's going to be a little shameless plug. First, I'm hosting an event this coming Saturday um, with a couple of K-pop YouTubers. You should come by. It's at the Factory Tea Bar before the BTS concert um, from 12 to 2.30 p.m. Um, DKDKTV. JRE or Dre, however you want to call him, um, Form of Therapy and X Celeste are all going to be there. Um, and so I'm excited to be able to meet them myself. Well, I know X Celeste, um, and I've met PD or I guess Form of Therapy, but, um, the other two I'm excited to meet as well. I've heard a lot about them and they're pretty much the YouTubers if you're in the K-pop community. So I was very honored that they asked for me to host this event. Um, and also, uh, BTS Army Con, I'm a part of a group, uh, called BTS Galaxy. We throw these events in the LA area, trying to bring ARMY together outside of just BTS. So um, we are having BTS Army Con on June 23rd. That's a Sunday from 10 to 3 p.m. We're going to have panelists. We have vendors. We have um, workshops. We have dancers. We're going to have just a bunch of picture opportunities, trading card opportunities. There's so many things um, that are going to be available. And you can buy your ticket at BTS or on btsgalaxy.com. That is the website. Um, We're also giving away two BTS floor tickets um, to help promote our BTS Army Con. So if you go to at btsgalaxyot7 on Instagram or Twitter, you can enter into that sweepstakes. We have the rules there. I know y'all want to be close, so you're going to want to enter in to get these tickets. It's going to be great. You just have to follow the rules that are there. Reach out to me if you have any questions about that. Um, I would love to... Uh, you know, answer any of them. And also, as usual, if you have any inquiries and people you want me to spotlight through this podcast, you can do so by following me or DMing me on Instagram or Twitter at E-M-I-H-A-Y-D-E-L. So I look forward to hearing from you guys. I look forward to seeing you guys at both of these events. And if I don't see you, I'll be at the BBMAs uh, on Wednesday, and I will also be at both days of the BTS concert. So if you know who I am, if you want to meet up, let me know. We can talk. I'm very excited, super excited. All right, here's the interview. 
I didn't think I would be talking about fashion on here, but fashion plays a huge part in K-pop. Um, we have Rika on, on slash Larnie, and you know she has not different personas. <laughs> BTS, no, she has uh, <laughs> she has uh, I guess it is kind of a different persona, sort of. Um, you could call it that. But um, we met um at 4 a.m. in the morning, waiting to see BTS at Ellen, <laughs> May of 2018. Um, and she's really cool because she's, I, I would say you're more into, are you more into J fashion than, than you know, K-pop fashion? Or as, as far as what you put across on, on social media? It's kind of hard because my fashion style doesn't have like a specific thing it leaned towards because I kind of like it all. So, but it, it's because I run a J fashion thing where I tend to lean more into the J fashion style because it's more expressive and it can add in like uh, other other elements into it. So because <laughs> you kind of lean more towards J fashion and you know what that means, can you explain like if you had to in the broadest sense say like the differences between it? You did say it allows you to have more creativity and you can see that in like, yeah, a lot of I don't know if you would call cosplay more, you know, towards like Japanese culture, but I guess if you're dressing up as anime characters, most of the time it would be. Um, but like Lolita and you know different vibes like that, and what you have on um, your page Harajuku Day as well. Um, like, what's the difference between like K fashion and and J fashion? Would you say? Um, so there's like a lot of different elements to that. Um, Korean fashion tends to uh, lean in different ways. It's it's kind of like an in-between, I guess. Whereas J fashion, uh, you can have like the really minimalist styles, especially the ones that you see in like Uniqlo. Okay. <laughs> or you could like see the heavy alternative ones like we have on the page. Um, because it, it ranges and it depends like on on the the person and what they like styling themselves in um but it all essentially it all mixes <laughs> at uh-huh. some point because that's what people like and right people will style themselves differently it's like when you go to the store like you're kind of picking what you like mm. and what you know you're going to look good in and that's essentially what people do in alternative fashion scenes too so where are you shopping for your like your your outfits? And with, and by the way, before anyone like what you're doing isn't cosplay. What you're doing is just all you know alternative fashion or you know the fashion that you are into. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a difference between cosplay and alternative fashion because alternative fashion isn't focusing on a character. Right. Whereas cosplay would essentially be making it of a character and so but it's easy to get it confused because like I'm I, when I first reached out to you I was like oh you're doing cosplay and you're like I don't do that and I was like oh let me restructure this interview <laughs> I was like, oh, no, 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 no worries I don't cosplay as much anymore but that's just because I'm really busy with work okay yeah and so because your work is that does that that involve involves like costuming and things like that right yeah and pretty much like I, I'm a I'm a creator and and I do design stuff it's kind of all over the place. I'm a freelancer. It's a hard life. Okay. And if you guys want to see, like, a mix of, you know, everything that uh, Larny slash, I don't know, I'm like, I want to say Rika slash. You could just pick it. one. Uh, <laughs> if that Larny, I'll call you Larny. <laughs> that Larny <laughs> does, you can follow her um, at R 
R-I-K-A-C-H-U-U-A-B-L-E. I was like, it's Rika Chuable, right? Rika Chewable? It's Rika Chewable. Um, oh. <laughs> I always pronounce Rika Do you want to know the story behind it? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so Rika is actually a nickname I got from my friends um, because I did a lot of stuff with people from Japan. Um, and I had this since I was like in high school. So I had a lot of people giving me that nickname. Um, and we wanted to make me a username because I am very indecisive. And so they were like, oh, let's make it like Pikachu, like Pikachu. But like, oh. let's add a second U because instead of Pikachu, it would be like um, the, the, it's the onomatopoeia in Japan for kiss. Uwabo? Yeah, no, chu. Chu. Oh, oh, oh. Chu in, in Japanese is the onomatopoeia for kiss, like. Oh, so you're like, you're kissable. Yeah, that's the running joke. Oh. Because <laughs> oh, I always use the kissing emoji in my in my in my chats. That's the most creative way to come up with a like. That sounds almost like a like. I feel like K-pop like companies when they come up with a fandom name. I'm like, how the heck? It like makes sense, but I'm like that was like way like you made a you made the circle, but you went like seven different ways. But like so, I feel like you just did that. That's super cute. That's really cute. I like that. Can you help me do that? Um, please, thank you. Um, anyway, <laughs> sure. the reason why I wanted to you know talk to you because um, this is a K-pop podcast um, was about you know K-pop and fashion. Um, and right now. I feel like more than ever, um, I don't know if this has been a trend and if you've seen it for quite a while, but like in the last two years, it seems like a lot of K-pop stars or sorry, idols are wearing Gucci. Um, specifically, obviously, BTS seems to be just like their unofficial spokespeople um, or spokesgroup, if you will. Um, why do you feel like Gucci works best for K-pop idols, if you had to guess? Um. Well, actually, I was having a discussion with someone about this on Monday. Um, so a lot of the times, celebrities and idols will be given options to work with brands as like an emo- like a promotional or, or brand publicity thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like it's different from sponsorships or partnerships. It it would be more leaning towards like rent the runway or or mm. like buying the clothes at like a discounted price because the higher your name is essentially on the ladder. Um, means that you have more options and okay. for like a much cheaper price right um, you know like buying a, a a bag at Macy's versus like in in the actual store right right um, but pretty much with the the more popular that you get uh, means that you have more options to choose from and I feel like that's why a lot of idols are having that opportunity because they the higher you like especially because k-pop is becoming so big now yeah especially in the west that means that they have more opportunities and people who are like of uh more well-known companies or if they're from like if they're if they have like a celebrity name like bts does then or if it's like personally based off of connections it could be it could go either way um it it means that you can have more options more opportunities and I feel like the reason why BTS gets to work more with Gucci, aside from them just inherently liking it, is because they're blowing up so much and they blew yeah. up so quickly. Right. Um, and it's also helpful because uh, Gucci's current pieces 
uh, tend to lean more to the androgynous aesthetic. Yeah. Um, very agenders, which really is kind of what BTS has always been on of on that path of. Um, you look at some of their old editorials, and they have them in skirts, um, yeah. in pieces that would be like uh, not considered like masculine by the Western public. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like Gucci, when paired with their concepts, helps them kill two birds with one stores, styling-wise. I feel like with uh, some of the teaser photos for Persona, um, you know, and the, the pieces that they were wearing, they are, you know, like the jewelry, like the brooches and like the pearls. It was very, I was like, oh, yep, yeah, they really are trying for the androgynous look. I guess we're talking about BTS. Um, people are speculating that they're going to go to the Met Gala. Um, and you studying fashion, and obviously that's a huge... Um, place. I think you posted about it um, uh, for last year's theme with the the Pope. I believe you posted you were in the in the museum for it. Um, I'm gonna have to find it as I scroll through your page. Um, but do you think they would go to the Met Gala? And if they did, this year's theme is campy, which I just found out what that meant, and I still don't understand it. But uh, a friend of mine who's also very into fashion describes their style as campy, and like Katy Perry's campy as well. What do you expect they would wear? And if you can explain better, maybe I'm like asking you to do seven different things, but like if you can explain better, like what does campy mean? Um, but I think, I guess the broad question is, do you think they would go? Um, regarding whether or not they would go, I'm not a hundred percent sure because that depends on like the pretty much the people in charge of it if they are going to invite them. Mm. Because if I remember correctly, like the Met is an invited thing. Right, it's gala. an invitation, and no one knows who's going until they walk onto the carpet, kind of thing. Um, yeah, I think they're friends with um, Boz Lerman. No, 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 sorry, not Boz Lerman. It's another fa- a guy who's heavy into fashion. Um, that he when he they were here for the Grammys, they went to his house. Um, before yeah, before I, I mean, yeah, go ahead. It could be. It's it's really hard to like predict who is going to go because. Especially when you're dealing with uh, such a such a popular celebrity, yeah, um, you have to look at their schedule on top of it too. Right. So I don't know if the Met would like 100% adjust their schedule for like BTS to go to the gala. You know, the Met is much different from like the BBMAs. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yes, obviously. I think um I think that uh, it's speculated because it is on the Monday. It's on a Monday in New York. And they have their mm-hmm. tour, their, it wraps up here in the U.S., or sorry, in L.A. on the 5th. They would just go straight to New York and then go to Chicago or whatever. So um, that'd be really cool if they did, but, um, you know, you never know. It's not announced yet, and it won't be until they get there. Um, as far as within K-pop, um, who would you say is the most fashion-forward idol that you can think of, male and female, if you're able to? Um. I'm honestly, like, not sure. I was spending a while thinking about it, <laughs> but, like, at the end of the day, it's really subjective. Yeah. Um, even when I think about, because it's, like, for for someone to be a fast, like, a fashion-forward idol or a group mm-hmm. or a person or whatever, they they have to be the ones styling themselves, in my opinion. Uh, um, I feel like that, like, the, because a lot of the time staff are the people in charge of determining who's wearing what. And all the things that I, like, said prior to this regarding, like, 
showrooms and catalogs and runway and then people are seen in the same pieces which is the reason why it's so easy for people to do um, reverse search on what people are wearing how do you do that um, yeah, a lot of <laughs> it's actually really easy to figure it out because it's a lot of the pieces that they're wearing are common um, there's a lot of really common brands that people will lean towards in styling because that's essentially what's available to them. You see a lot of people wearing um, H&M when idols come to the States too. Um, I know that Luna was wearing some customized Forever 21 shirts in their uh, Odd Eye Circle album. And um, BTS it will be wearing things like by a, what's that one company? Um, uh, it's the jean, wait, not the jean one. Oh, well, <laughs> but like it, it, there's because it's so common and there's a lot of people who actually study fashion um, or it's something that they have a, a huge interest in. So they keep up to date with all the stuff and they, they find these things in catalogs or in the store or on runways and showroom stuff, because it's mm. it might seem like it's such a small thing, but there's it's such a big, big factor in like worldwide. So regardless of where someone's placed, they probably know about it. Ah, interesting. Yeah, I was, I've always seen like, like for the BTS pages, there's also one, it's like K-fashion, uh, it's like K-idolstyle.com, um, um, something like that. And and I've, I see like that they're, you know, tracking back to what so-and-so was wearing in, you know, this Idol Room episode or, you know, on this stage. And I was like, how the devil are they finding this stuff? Like, this doesn't make, I, I, now it's reverse searching. Okay, got it. Reverse well, searching. It has, Go ahead. It, it's not like 100% reverse searching. I mean, like, people will like ultimately know where that's from because they recognize it. Um, okay. Or it's like, oh, that looks like it would belong to this one designer. And then when you like search up that designer and you find it in the thing, you'll be like, aha, I was right. There it is, right, okay. Um, Cause like I used to run a, a fashion thing for a K-pop group, so <laughs> I kind of get it. Oh wait, do tell a fashion thing for a K-pop group. Yeah. Um. Well, it was back when I had way more time and like less work, but I used to run a a Luna fashion uh, account where I did really? reverse this sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you a lot of the time. Um. I don't think so. I think I took it down, but. <laughs> It's one of those things, It's there's a lot when it comes to those types of things because you usually need like at least one or two people because it takes a lot out of you. Especially because people are like, wow, I love this. We're like, can you look up this outfit? And it's hard because when you have small groups um, who travel worldwide or, or you have small groups and they, and they have such uh, extensive reaches because of connections or, or what's available to them, you have a hard time figuring out what they're wearing. <laughs> if you can't name a certain idol, would you say there's a certain group that obviously they aren't styling themselves, but that is very fashion forward? I guess they all are in a way, but like that you prefer, I guess. And if you could say why you do. I'm really not sure because I, I do look at a lot of the k-pop groups that are out right now and i've looked at k-pop groups that are have been coming out in the past and it's hard to say that people are fashion forward because they're also taking a lot of inspiration mm. from overseas okay 
Um, and mixing that with like what's available to them, it, it's kind of hard to say like what defines fashion forward. I mean, if you're trying to say like who's stylish, like definitely the, that would be very easy to say because there's so many of them that are stylish. Like um, Itzy's Dala Dala video was like really, like the style that they were wearing, I like the that one um, top piece that one of the girls was wearing, the black one with I think studs on it. Like I, yeah, it's familiar to me, but I would not have imagined it in that kind of like thing. If that makes sense. Like and I don't know. It's just very interesting because how K-pop stylists and staff uh, style everyone they do it so that everyone has their own individual like as individualistic aspect to them but it's like not it, it doesn't they, they don't all like it's not they're not all meshed together if that makes sense <laughs> yeah it, it's, I always find it interesting how you know in videos they're able to make the group look together but not together um and I always point I always see that mostly with I always notice that most with like Blackpink videos and I guess it just you know is would you say that there's a difference between like being an individual obviously there's a difference but would you say that you have to have a different skill set to be an individual stylist let's say for just someone like Chunga and then to be a group stylist where you have to literally think about everybody's look but also think individually like do you is does that require a different skill set to be able to do that for a group yeah um I think it it's it's hard to say because it's like as someone who's done both not necessarily for a group but like I've styled for an individual person and I've also styled for um groups of people like for uh for for sets and stuff Mm -hmm. um it's hard to say because you get you kind of it's one the obviously the single person's going to be much easier than styling for like the group of people but it's not like it's not 100% like more work in my opinion because if you have an idea of what you want the group to look then you're just going to find matching pieces that also complement the the person that you're styling for okay because it's like for example like um like BTS is they all look like they they work together but they all are individually styled in something that complements their body and then their face and then their their color better and I don't mean that like skin color I mean that like hair color <laughs> right, right right oh yeah I know I look like yeah, hair color. of course I guess as far as hair color goes how much you know like the everyone's talking about just that his hair black back to black again um is he able to work with more pieces now that his hair is you know black or you know does does color really play a huge part into what he's wearing um it's kind of somewhere in the middle because the upside about black hair is that it's a neutral tone so it goes with anything so you don't have to worry about anything um and it's also easier for upkeep as well so the stylists don't have to worry about hair color bleeding onto their clothes right um okay yeah, if you ask anyone who has had dyed hair, they'll tell you like, oh yeah, my it, like sometimes I rub my hands through my hair and my hand is like a different color. Really? <laughs> yeah, know? it's something that happens. Like some people have different towels just for their own hair. Wow. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. With colored hair, it's kind of up in the air because it depends. You want them to look good, but you also want to follow the concept 
or like the what mood board you got from like so and so who's above you if that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) I guess since you know there are different times that you're constantly seeing the the idols in different places so whether it's coming from the airport on red carpets or you know music show walking into the music shows or stages um do you think there's like a way that they show off their style each place that they're going um and when would you say is like the the time when they are best showing off a group style when you can probably best catch you know them in their most natural natural style individually i would i would assume it's like the airport right um yeah i think if you're trying to look for an individual's like personal daily style that they think that they find themselves more comfortable in um or that they like being in um definitely airport fashion um you like stuff that they post online um for example like like members of Blackpink post their photos or um like Kim Daly for BTS stuff like that I feel like those are the most apparent things when it comes to someone's individualistic style that's how you actually can learn a lot about the person because honestly like the clothes speak for the person a lot of the time right um you can also like it, it, you can also like kind of learn more about a person based off of what they're constantly seen into like not necessarily in like airport fashion but um like when you see someone and they're on like they, when they really enjoy themselves in the the clothes that they're wearing for example like when Taehyung would be in one of his like really really expensive pieces and he's just like you know doing his thing and loving himself and taking all the selfies and stuff that's yeah. actually how you can also know that someone's style would lean more towards that because if they're really feeling themselves in that then that's like that falls within their realm of like aesthetic and style and then i guess lastly um lists which is like a i, I didn't realize that fashion had its own search engine but there is one um list l-y-s-t um they have like a year in fashion report um where they tracked like you know, this is the the stat, tracked more than 100 million searches from 80 million shoppers across the globe in 2018, and they identified K-pop idols as major global fashion influencers. Why do you think K-pop has such a large influence over sports, over, because now it's become a thing to, you know, for at least NBA players, when they're walking into a locker room and you're getting that ESPN camera shot, like you're seeing them in like a, a styled out, like an outfit that was again like put together um for that shot or you know obviously for american red carpets why do you feel like k-pop over over those two things gets way more searches i think it's because k-pop um well one i feel like it's because k-pop is set in asia i i know that might sound like weird but um east asian fashion and western fashion are similar in many ways but they're very different um, you get a lot of different influences uh, in in K-pop fashion because pretty much you can take influence from anything. Like you have Dreamcatcher and their aesthetic, even though their music is very like heavy, like kind of rock, their aesthetic is very like uh, dark, lacy, kind of like Victorian doll almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's it's not like pure Victorian, but it, you obviously feel like those kinds of aesthetics coming from it. And I feel like it's just because in K-pop, there's so much room 
to be portrayed in different ways that there's more like and because of that there's more creativity like they don't mind so much about people wearing like really frilly or frou-frou items whereas if you were to do that for something that's like not the Met Gala people will be kind of like what is she wearing on the red carpet even in like airport fashion or like um when people are on their way to an event like not necessarily like on the red carpet but like when someone is getting from point a to point b and they're not on a red carpet but they're going to be on set or like um not on set uh performing on stage Mm -hmm. they have like their own outfit that they're seen in and that that outfit piece too is generally going to be a little bit more that sounds weird but a little bit more asian than what people would (laughs) think of in the west it's really cool because you have so many um like k-pop's interesting because you have so many different influences right Uh, and it's What's accepted there and what's accepted overseas is kind of weird, too, because, like, it's not to say someone can't wear a skirt here if they're a male, but you're going to get way more looks and spoke like spoken down about. Whereas if you were a K-pop idol doing that for like an editorial or fashion, um, like airport fashion or like photo cards and and just the performances and stuff, people are going to be more accepting of it because it's like, oh, that's challenging um, my perspective. That's a new concept. That's really cool. I see. So, I mean, there's, I mean, long story short, it's like more room to uh, grab people's interests because, you know, more things are more accepted, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's not like... It's weird to say because K-pop fashion isn't, like, an alternative fashion style. Right. But if you were to bring, like, the elements that you see there here, people would kind of look at you funny. Because mm. it's not something people would wear daily, which is also the reason why people are so interested in it. Because you're constantly seeing elements of things that are being taken out, like, from concepts and put into um, different visual perspectives. Yeah. I mean, it's um, like mm-hmm. it's like most performers, because inherently, right. like K-pop and is its own performing industry, but to a much more intensive degree than mm-hmm. just like how we have it here. Because even like you're kind of monitored and under contract even when you're in your, at your own house. <laughs> true. True. I mean, even the photos that they do post on social media probably has to be approved. If you're trying to get a sponsorship with Gucci and you post something with Louis Vuitton, your company's probably not going to let you do that, unfortunately. So, which makes sense anyway. Um, but, oh, and last question. Last question, actually. A lot of people don't like the K-pop mullet. What are your thoughts on it? And why do you think people don't like it? Um, I feel like people don't like it because it's just not their era. They're, what's cool to me about fashion, and that's why I like it so much, is because you have so many different things taken from different periods, different like uh, countries and different aesthetics. And usually like, while sometimes it's like taken out of context and, and not portrayed in a good way, they, they will be really well done in any other situation. But like the K-pop mullet kind of speaks more to people who are older, I feel like, because to people now we're so used to like clean cut, like short styles on men 
And we don't think that like mullets are cute because of it. <laughs> like if you were to say, if you were to ask someone like, oh, is the mullet cute on like Billy Ray Cyrus to someone who's like, uh, when that was their era, their, that when that was their like time, I guess. <laughs> They right. would be like, yeah, that was really cute. I like that aesthetic on him. Like, I wish, like, everyone had a mullet. But if you were to ask some of that now, it would be like, no, they look like an like like an unkept dog. You know, sometimes <laughs> you hear that kind of stuff. Right. Like a shaggy dog. <laughs> you know, you're right. You're right. I, I don't, first, personally, I don't mind it. And I hate when people were like, oh, Kim, or sorry, uh, Taehyung has, like, it just is not my thing. And I was like, I love when, I love the mullet so much. I want to one day be able to do it, but I don't know if I can pull it off. Um, I feel like it might be just for guys, but we'll see. Um, thank you for answering my questions. Um, I learned a lot about fashion that I didn't already know. Um, and I hope that the listeners on here have learned as well. Again, if you guys want to follow Larnie slash, re- I'm just going to Larnie, um, you can follow her <laughs> at R I K A. C-H-U-U-A-B-L-E on Instagram. And she also is a part of a group called, uh, it's a fashion collective of J-Fashion enthusiasts. So if you're into J-Fashion as well, you can follow Harajuku Day, which is also on, uh, it's tagged in her bio um, for the name I just mentioned. So um, thank you, Larnie, for coming on. And we will see you guys for another episode next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.